Peace Misfits. Let's begin this episode of THS by taking a few deep inhales and exhales. I've explained in the past how shallow breaths can hold a lot of stress, a lot of anger, and a lot of worry. When you inhale deep, allowing your spine to be long, your chest to broaden, and your shoulders to relax, and exhale, allowing everything to come inward, you give yourself permission to let go of that dark energy. Imagine your inhale being the pose of a warrior, chest broadens with pride, shoulders relaxed and back. This is your acknowledgement of who you are when taking on the world day to day. Your exhale is your own personal self-hug, making space for you to come inward, to come home. You're leaving the day-to-day battle with outside forces and coming back to self, to relax, to simply be. Imagine this when inhaling and exhaling. So, let's do three rounds together. If you're alone, allow your exhales to be audible. Don't hold it in. Inhale through the nose, exhale through the mouth. And here we go. Again. And one last time. Awesome. I hope that this has helped. Always remember the importance of your breath. It can truly help you day in in day out the next time you imagine yourself falling into a place of darkness remember that your breath is with you always and with that being said let's get healed Welcome, everyone, to the healing space. I am Sensei Raven Akundayo. I'm Brandon Harris Williams on the healing space. Aren't you? Look at you. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, you almost gave us a name change before we started. (laughs) I love it. Whatever. (laughs) Whatever. This is this is a take two is what he's referring to. <laughs> I mean, you know, he called us somebody else at first. What all right? I'm, I was gonna vibe with it. You know, we, you were going along. Okay, I was going to. You and then I was like, ask you about it like midway through. It's like you do know, you said. <laughs> Why you talk about healing? That's not what you said. The name of the show was. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm really happy right now because. Uh, I mean, we're working with some technical things. So if you guys notice any difference in the sound, it's because we were finally able to hook up uh, Skype where Brandon's able to call in and we can talk 
over Skype now. So hopefully you guys who are uh, podcast because a lot of the listeners have never really had an issue with the sound, but a lot of our professionals in the podcast field several people have said that even though they love the show their only thing is is that they can clearly tell he's on a phone uh so Mm -hmm. now with the skype hookup now you can hear both of us just as clearly and uh, amen (laughs) loud and in living color can do what you want (laughs) to (sighs) do I really just saw the fly girls was, in my head just now. I'm about to say, I was like, well, those are not the words. Tell me something. <laughs> oh, no, it, it, listen, listen. I almost went to the rest, but. Oh, please, because I don't <laughs> know the rest. That's all I had for you. What's it? I mean, it fits perfectly because this episode, for those of you uh, who may have not read the title, um, this is the episode about <laughs> nothing. And when coming up with the name for this, I asked Brandon, I said, should we call it the Seinfeld episode or should it be called the episode about nothing? And I was like, because I don't know if people will get the Seinfeld reference. And he was like, yeah, because he was like, it took me a minute. But <laughs> but yeah, the episode about nothing. And it, it opens up for, you know, episodes in the future, because honestly, we have things to talk about, but not really. It, it kind of is kind of still down the same direction as the uh, culture of pop. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah, it is. But it's going to be a condensed, right, <laughs> abridged version. You know, it, I, you know I, hit it and quit it. Hit it. Come on now. A lot of folks are familiar with that. That's listening. How you know, how you know our listeners like that? How you know they grown? <laughs> Most grown folks are familiar. But but you don't know if they've quit it. They could still be hitting the same thing. They could be. <laughs> I wanted you to have a so a much better comeback than that. <laughs> I just I'm just I said most grown folks. I didn't say every listener listening. <laughs> oh boy, come on! You, you going? You get Wi Fi and you start showing off. Yeah. <laughs> um. Same OG. Same OB. L- wait a minute. Change. Wait a minute. Same OG. Same OB. That's gonna. You know what? I'm gonna get you a shirt that says that. Done. And I'm only here. Thank you. <laughs> I'm gonna get you. Think I'm playing. Come We're on. small. Do Tell you? Me. <laughs> Just saying. You know. So she buying stuff. You know. I mean, you know. I think it'll be a cute shirt. You know. And by the time your birthday come around, you've even forgot I even said it. So that works out. <laughs> and will. <laughs> and will. Be real cute. I'm like, okay, here you go. <laughs> Hell, in two hours, we'll be to forget you said. Listen, you're giving yourself too much credit. You mean the next 15 minutes, but anyway. Anyway. Listen, all I need to do is bring up the next topic, and you're going to have no idea I mentioned anything about a shirt. You should do. <laughs> mm. So, uh, what you, what you want to touch on first? You want to talk uh, touch on Cardi and Offset? We oh, can. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, um, yeah, because let's, 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 let's end on the sags because I saw that. That's a much happier note. <laughs> okay, because I'm like, um, so I haven't necessarily been following like the timeline of Migos, not Migos, yes, Migos, <laughs> their whole, um, like homophobia and stuff. But I do know that this particular instance wasn't the first, no, it was not, or the second, oh. um, because I know there was some brouhaha about Katy Perry with SNL. Yes. Was you on to watch SNL? That's the only so. one I'm familiar with. So. And then I do know they said something. So look at me. I guess I haven't followed timeline enough because Twitter, even if you don't want to know something, Twitter will be the, a topic to death. Right. 
for 12 hours because each shift has to give their <laughs> input. Um, shifts? Just saying. You'd be like, ooh, yeah. shit. On, on days, you be off sometimes. I'll be on. I'll be like, ooh, I've been here for... Like, you can see all the waves. So you've seen the whole debate start over and it ends and then it'll start <laughs> over again. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, I saw that same, you know, point of view. But that's a different way of wording that. But okay. Um... But all I have to say, now there's somebody's little song was out, child. I don't know whose song he was on. I think he was featured. Mm-hmm. And um, Talk about Offset, right? Yeah, Offset, yeah. who is Cardi B's fiance. Mm-hmm. I know everybody still don't know which Migos is which. No. But, yeah. <laughs> I, I'd, I'd be one of them. <laughs> you probably can't even sing me a Migos song. It's okay. So. Mm, they they did something before. Okay, go ahead. What? They, what? <laughs> They, they did they did some song I, I couldn't tell you which one it is right now <laughs> only one okay oh they only um, have one song okay no I thought you were only saying they have one song they oh have no more than one. no they have more than one I'm just saying they did something I don't remember what it was they, they got really his famous for Nick like Gris now to her hello okay go but um uh, <laughs> if, if you got into mainstream America they only had one hit I don't know what I'm trying to do okay well, I, you know I don't give a damn about no mainstream America. But anyway, clearly the way you love me goes. But anyway, um, <laughs> I'm not a huge, huge fan because I can admit I ain't never listened to the whole album or mixtape. Now oh, I can okay. tell you that now. But the the big ones, the mm, take your time, the big nigga hits, <laughs> but the niggas know. I know those. <laughs> the way I just blew into the microphone, I did not. Mean those are the ones that I know, you know, ones they, that they have been playing in the club, you know. I know those songs. You know. I knew them before um, Bad and Bougie. Just saying, I, I, I've been with it, you know. Like when Offset was in jail, I was there. I'm fighting know? so hard not to say that word, but I need to repeat what you said. <laughs> Do you say big? I can't. I'm just saying, you know. I need you to find a way to say that again on <laughs> on this podcast. <laughs> Oh. But but you know exactly what I meant. But anyways, Jesus. So <laughs> in this song with whoever he with, child, I don't know. Let me see what this article say. It might tell me who he was with. Uh uh-uh. uh, I don't know that little boy. YFN Lucci. I don't know him. Whoever that is, okay. Right, <laughs> child. These names. But anyways, y- the line that he y- said F- was in Lucci. That sounds like a statement. But anyway, go ahead. Uh, t- t- hello, a campaign. <laughs> But the line was, I can't vibe with queers. And so, of course, there was a whole backlash. And, you know, well, you look like a queer, all them tight clothes you be wearing. And that's why you look like a roach. And <laughs> you talk about queers, but you wear queers clothing. Yeah. I mean, you know, designed by queers. You know, folks go in. Did you say- like, y'all was just dancing to Bad and Bougie two weeks ago. Don't Bad even. And Bougie, that's the song. Okay. To- I okay. said that earlier. I need you to keep up. Okay. Anyway. I, I think you, maybe you was distracted by my other comment. Yes. Start to say it again, <laughs> but I caught myself because you're ignorant. So wait a minute, because I'm I'm, I'm, I'm going to be one. He looks like a roach for a minute, but anyway. <laughs> you know, like it's just do too much, and so <laughs> he came out and apologized, and he was like, um. He didn't mean queer like that. He meant queer isn't weird. Um, I think he said like he didn't even know that queer was um, a slur for gay people. Well, first of all, okay. And on, on, on. Let me shut up. 
I think that's all I, that's all I got. That's all I got. Okay, so first of all, that apology is BS because you did not mean it as in weird. <laughs> that that's first. But it's also I'm also confused by who who gets offended by the word queer now. Like be offended by his comment because you know that's a knock at the uh, same gender loving community. Um, or, you know, anyone within the queer community. But I'm blown by why people are mad that he used the word. Like, queer is a regular thing now. Are we treating queer like nigger now? Like, are you not allowed to say queer if you're not gay? I thought that was something that could be used across the board. That's, I'm lost I didn't know folks one. were mad that he used it at all. I thought folks were mad because they felt like he used it as a slur. Well, yeah, some people on social media took issue with him using the word queer. And I was like, wait, like, that's a... But if you label yourself as queer, that's you what want me I'm to saying. call you queer? You want me to call you queer? Like, that's why I was really lost by that. Yeah. I was like, well, that, ah. one, that one's kind of confusing. Angry but, be angry. But then your, your angry girl niggas. came out to defend him. Um, Which, oh, real quick, real quick, mm-hmm. before you get into her, mm-hmm. I, I can't blame her for defending her man. Mm-hmm. And that's all I'm going to say. Okay. Okay, but you also let me know you didn't see the whole thing. I did not. Okay. I saw enough. Okay, so here's the deal. <laughs> when I was listening to it in the very beginning, I was like, okay, I can hear where you're coming from. There are a lot of people who don't believe in balance. So since they don't believe in balance, all you have to do is say something they don't agree with and there is no hearing you. So there mm-hmm. are a lot of the Think Peace warriors who are out here probably already condemning her, even though they love her so much. I'm telling you, we only one wrong comment away from Tiffany Haddish not being liked by the gays. Child, for but being canceled. Listen. But they um, don't anyway, cancel nobody for real. So, um, so she's saying comments in the beginning talking about, you know, educate and let people understand. And I'm like, okay. You know, even though I'm not here for what it was that took place, I can understand you saying we have to educate each other. There are way too many people out here, trust me, because I've experienced it, who feel like you need to go and learn everything yourself. You know, there, Listen, there should be nobody out here who's there willing was to educate you. And I'm like, what? Uh, uh, trying to figure out how to word it. If you don't have any particular people of any kind of subset, group, minority, whatever, that you're not a part of, why would you go outside of yourself or your way to educate yourself on it? Here's my I just point. don't get that part. I, as always, balance, you know, um, me, when it came to understanding uh, people who considered themselves to be asexual, you know, mm-hmm. uh, I went read up, you know, and then I still had questions. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to go and I'm going to talk to people about what this is for them and what it means and who they are. You know, I'm going to ask questions. And there are some people who feel some kind of way about that. My thing is, is that if you're someone who's not a part of the transgender community, why is it wrong to ask to be educated? So in the beginning, I was completely there for her. Where she lost me, she lost me a few times, bless her heart, but where she really lost me to the point where I was like, nah, this is some BS, is when she said, if you keep telling somebody who they are, you can't get mad if they suddenly, and I'm not quoting her verbatim, but you can't be mad if they become that, you know, you keep saying things and keep calling people these names and, to, and they're going to become it. And I'm like, that's, that's a very childish excuse. You you can't keep saying that if you keep calling somebody a bully, they're going to be like, okay, fine, I'm going to be a bully then. That's really immature. Now, true, there are some people who will do that, but these are immature people, you know, because mm-hmm. that and that's also very lazy too. 
Like, okay, so you keep saying I'm going to be homophobic? Well, shit, I'll be homophobic. No, that's pretty much just an easy answer for you. <laughs> that's, a, that's an easy rollover. Like, okay, I'll just be this. Because it's actually far easier for me than understanding what it is you're saying and attempting to change my ways. So I'm listening to her and I'm like, I don't know. For me, if you're my, if you're my significant other... I can't just suddenly decide that no matter what the world does, I'm going to defend you. That's not how I work. My thing is, is if I do agree with you, then yes, I'm going to absolutely defend you. But if the entire world is coming at you and I agree with them, I'm going to tell them, step away. We're going to handle this. (laughs) You know, the way that you feel world, I feel too. But no one, I don't need the rest of you coming at him, you know. I, I can't really get with the whole thing of her just making a decision of I'm going to defend him against everyone. No, if I disagree with you, I'm going to let everyone know I disagree with him, but we're taking this away from the public eye and we're going to deal with the fact that I disagree with it. I can't get with and I'll never get with the when everyone feels like everybody's just going to come out and pile on and blah, 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 blah. I take issue with that. I don't know. You know, you and I have this space where we're talking about on the podcast. This is it for me. You know, Mm -hmm. I have a platform where I can talk about my opinion. It's going to be here and it ends here. I have no need to go online and talk about it on Facebook, Instagram. And if, if, if other people decide to do that, more power to you. But I personally take that as an issue. You know, we have these hot button issues that we talk about for a week and then we get done with if, if a week and then we get tired of it and we move on to something else. Not taking into consideration the, you know, the people that we mull over as we're doing this. Um, because in this situation... If people decide to feel some kind of way about both of them, I can understand it, especially after what it was that she said. I feel like that was a cop out at the end. But my thing is, is that we need to, in so many areas of social media, we need to keep in mind what it is we're doing when we're doing it. You know, mm-hmm. it's like we go we go in on people taking into consideration the the the, the particular circumstances and not really take into consideration the long term effects, you know. So I'm like, people are so reactionary. People don't mm-hmm. really take time to think about things. So again, know. you know, in in this situation, if, if you had a, a chance to listen to her full video and the history, you know, if you've seen what it is that Mucos has done in the past, then it's like, okay, you know, I can make a decision off of what it is. I've seen the, the consistent things that they've said and me not agreeing with her comments. And I can be like, okay, I'm going to step back. I'm not going to support but if it's a situation where you see online that people are talking about what it is that he did and you didn't do the research for yourself, you know, and you're just going off of the fact that you want to be all angry and mad and you're going to go out and attack them, then that's not being responsible. Yeah. So I guess I kind of transitions in a little <laughs> transitions a little bit to <laughs> being being responsible for the way the, the same thing with them, you know, with him saying what it is that he says he can't be uh, he can't be. Oh, I forgot the, the word that I had. There was a good word that I was trying to use for what he can't be reckless, reckless. He can't be Mm -hmm. reckless with his mouth the same way he doesn't want people to be reckless towards him after he opens his mouth, you know? No, I completely get it. I think um, for me, it's several things kind of like in general and then like to kind of respond, I guess, to you. Um, I I guess like I just view hip hop as being pretty homophobic in general. So most shit that they say doesn't really bother me. I'm just kind of like, to me, it's kind of like par for the course. It's kind of like, it's just, it is what it is. Um, so when, when like niggas say shit, I just be like, okay. Right. On to the next, like, whatever. And that wasn't even a Migos song, so ain't no loss to me. Right. Um, 
I think that a lot of times, too, it's very interesting, like, those debates on social media, whatever, where so many of them happen, or the conversations, whatever, after these hot button issues, you notice a lot, if you, like, realize a lot of times people already have their mind up made about their minds already made up about that person Mm -hmm. already or they're already not a fan right so it's a lot easier for them to quote unquote cancel to really go in and be as harsh and as mean and as as um i guess destructive Mm -hmm. to a particular person or their brand or whatever as they want to be or as they can be because it's like you're already not a fan and so Part of it isn't even you being offended. A lot more of it is just really you already are angry. Mm-hmm. And like this is yet another target or an excuse for me to take my anger or let my anger out. Mm-hmm. So because it's of course some fans are more biased and try to defend. Mm-hmm. But others really try to it. They're, they're not enough people who really kind of like you said take the time to sit back and really try to dissect exactly what it is that's happening right and like realize that people are human and they do make mistakes and i'm not saying you constantly forgive them for whatever it is that they're doing right but they are at least with cardi and cardi b's case and just in her in general Mm -hmm. she's she's been doing a lot of missteps and a lot of reckless talking in general mm-hmm. on social media but a lot of that is because like she's grown up with social media kind of like the rest of it because she's only 25 right. so it's it's something that she's already has been doing she comes from a reality television show so again they all talk reckless right. on social media too but she's ascended beyond that but she still hasn't learned how to navigate that part yet and that's the part that she's really struggling with and a lot of people are like getting tired of that struggle that she's having but it's it's a realistic struggle like nobody teaches you how to be famous this is still a relatively new thing with dealing with fame and social media or dealing with fame as we've already have had social media you've navigated it one way so now you have to learn how to navigate it another kind of thing so um and i also i do disagree with the whole um defending your man Mm -hmm. or your your woman or whoever you with um, I I don't if they were if I felt like they were wrong if I felt like they were wrong I wouldn't tell everybody else I, that's not y'all business mm-hmm. like I I would I wouldn't necessarily like defend them but I'm not gonna let y'all know that I that I agree with y'all if that makes any sense right so yeah I think that's all I got about them <laughs> I um I don't do I, I well for that again balance you know in my mind I'm like if I can be so brazen and bold as to come out and defend him like this then I can be just as honest with y'all about the fact that I don't you know um I, I hear you you don't have to know what's going on over here but see if you're not fitting to know you're not fitting to know you know like you mm-hmm. you can, and I'm not saying you but you can't have it both ways I mean you can't have it one way you can't just say I'm gonna come out and just be like you know but here's where I'm being a hypocrite. So I'm glad that I'm able to talk about this. I'm being a hypocrite right now because I'm on the flip side of things. I'm telling you that I don't agree with the fact that she was willing to come out and defend him, but yet she wouldn't be, you know, to what you're saying. She can defend him, but then if it's something on the opposite side, she should keep that to herself. I'm being a hypocrite because I've always shared with people that talking about my personal business when I was in my last relationship, anything that was negative was none of your business to know. But I had no problem posting the happy moments between he and I, you know. So I'm mm-hmm. glad I was able to catch myself in my hypocrisy right now. Um, so good. That's something I need to work on. 
Uh, so yeah, that might be have to be a whole other conversation, right? A whole other podcast. <laughs> so uh, one, the beauty of being able to have conversation, and two, mm-hmm. the beauty of being able to understand, you know, your 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 problems and where you can pull yourself up, you know. So I'm happy for this moment mm-hmm. that I'm able to have that where other people can listen because uh, we have to hold ourselves accountable. None of us are perfect, as you said, you know. And yes. and to that, to what you said, as far as it goes with Cardi, I agree. And the reason why I agree is because we, one of the things that bothers me, especially, you know, speaking for, as someone who is black and queer, one of the things that bothers me in our community is that we'll, we'll put somebody on the pedestal real fast. Now, this is people in general. I want to be clear. This is people in general. But in the black queer community, these women who we pick up and, you know, make them these idols and the slightest thing they do, are we not aware of who Cardi is? You know, kind of going back to what it was you were saying. Are we not aware of who Cardi is? So it's like if this situation happens, if y'all love her so much, you can't think that she's this, you know, this woman who went to this, you know, all girls prep school or something like that. And it's like she she comes out and she's flawless in everything that she does. It's like, no, <laughs> what y'all love about her is the fact that she's the complete opposite of that. She's so, still the same, unapologetic, like reckless mouth and not necessarily reckless in a completely bad way but she's just still open say whatever she want to say like earlier today or yesterday she was she tweeted um she only got she only and i'm paraphrasing yeah um but she only got half a pussy waxed because it hurt too much to get the rest of it done so it look crazy right now yeah like like (laughs) i don't know for (laughs) for for me i had to learn to love who she was, you know, mm-hmm. I had to learn to be like, you know what? I appreciate that she's being her, her authentic self. Isn't that adorable? You know, while other people are just like, mm-hmm. oh my God, I love her. I don't understand why you, she's so real. How can you not love her? Blah, 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 blah. And these are the same people that when this situation took place, now they're like, oh no, you know, cutting all ties, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, but she's simply being human. That's all. Mm-hmm. If y'all have made space for her to be herself, then that means not necessarily accepting all sides of herself. But if you see this and it, it, you take issue with it, you don't just toss her away. She's human. So, you know, mm-hmm. like she was saying, educate me. So if you really love her, get up in that inbox and respectfully have a conversation with her. That's my thing. I don't I don't I I'm bothered by this culture of what's the phrase that you used a couple episodes ago? Um Canceling? Yes, I I, I take serious issue with this canceling culture. I really, I really, really do, because my thing is, is that were you were you celebrating the person or the idea of the person? You know, were you were you were you completely here for Cardi or the idea of what you thought Cardi stood for? You you love the idea of somebody who can be their full selves, but she's showing you her full self. So what's going to happen now? You know, do you need people to be pristine and pretty at all times? That can't be the case because what you love about these people is the fact that they're not, you know, you, Mm -hmm. you, you see yourself in these people. What you love about them is that they're flawed. So here she is showing you a flaw and you are trying to destroy her. You know, I stand where I stand as far as saying that was BS with her, you know, talking about, uh, you keep calling people things and they'll become them i'm gonna say that's bs all day long but but the rest of it is like okay you're looking at this and who did you think she was who are you trying to make her out to be you know have these conversations Mm -hmm. with her for those of you who have access to her 
for those of you who want to take the time to talk to her, don't just have this as a situation where I'm not going to deal with her anymore because she, this is something that took place with her. And, you know, if you take issue with him, okay, make that part of the conversation. My thing is that that's her fiance. So if she chooses, she's going to stick by him. She's going to stick by him. Why, why I wasn't you know? surprised. It's <laughs> like, since her man. It's like, like you know, are, are you assuming that she's now going to decide that she's not going to be with him anymore? I'm fairly certain that these conversations and these words that he's used has taken place when the camera wasn't on, when he wasn't in the studio. <laughs> this isn't new to her, you know? So I don't know. I I just when when it comes to don't scream and make a big deal and she's the second coming if all it takes is for her to do this and then you're done with it. If that's the case, just be like, you know what? I I enjoy her music. <laughs> I enjoy listening to Cardi and then keep it pushing. But no, on social media, everybody just lives for her. She's everything, you know, memes, gifts, all types of things about Cardi. And then she goes and she does something like this. And suddenly, whoever she was that we put on this pedestal, now the goddess has to come down. I I don't like it. I don't. I think it's, I think it's something that at some point in time is going to have to come to a head. Because it happens too often, you know? Mm-hmm. It happens way too often. It has to get to the point where either... There's going to be a group of people who come together who finally decide that, no, this is going to stop. We're not going to take it anymore. Or they're going to get the right celebrity. <laughs> they're going to get the right celebrity who is going to lay them flat and they're not going to have an argument back. You know, I, to be completely to be completely honest with you, I want it to finally happen, even though she won't do it. I need somebody like with all due respect to Beyonce. And you know me. I could care less who came at me for anything I say about her. Um, with all due respect to Beyonce, I think it needs to be somebody who. Who doesn't mind? Like, she's a Virgo, so image is important to her. So she's not going to say anything because she doesn't want people coming at her. Um, but I needed to be somebody who could care less about who come at them, but yet still everything they say is on point. That's what I need. Mm-hmm. I need for there to be a celebrity who literally reads these kids down to the point where they're like, oh, shit, well. <laughs> I mean, you're still going to have the ignorance, ignorant ones who are going to argue no matter what. But there are going to be a whole bunch of people who are going to be like, that point was so on point that I actually have to sit back and think for once. You know? I want to be able to get all in my anger and in my feelings, but I genuinely have to sit back and think about what it is that she just said. I'd love for it to be Beyonce, because I feel like that's the one time where all of them would have to sit back and think. But I know when it comes to image and everything with her, she there have been too many things who have been, that have been said already that she should have talked about and she hasn't. Um, so I know she's not going to be the one. But if we can get somebody who's like, no, listen, what you won't do to me is, is act like you've loved me for years and I do one slip up and suddenly you're going to come after me. I'd live. I'd live because it should have happened a long time ago. We should have gotten an adult who isn't, with all due respect to Cardi, and I, I don't mean this to be offensive, but we need somebody who's not like a caricature, you know? Somebody who comes out here and they're like, listen, here's the deal straight up. Because if we're being honest, when it comes to Cardi, there are a lot of people who love her, but they don't see her in the same thing. You know, Cardi comes out and she starts talking. It's totally different from if Beyonce came out and started talking. You know, there's a certain level of respect that is given. And it's like when Cardi starts talking, it's like, okay, here's this 25 year old girl who just can't. Then she becomes all the things she was before everybody loved her. You know, 25-year-old reality star who blah, 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 blah. Where if it was Beyonce, she comes out. And if she speaks about something that is like, okay, let us sit down and actually genuinely listen to what it is that she's saying. And I still, to this day, don't know how she got to that level of untouchableness. (laughs) It blows my mind. 
blows my mind. Um, listen, you have to understand the two of them orchestrated a, a beautiful, powerful movement. You know, they, Who's they, this they with them? Uh, she and Jay Z. They they were very very smart about how they constructed what their. Yes. What you say? But he's touchable. She's un- that's that's what I'm saying. He's still touchable. He's still very well <laughs> touchable. The, the reason why he's very touchable is because we live in a patriarchal society that's hated for being a patriarchal society. You know, like we we live in a society where men, especially in the day and age we live in now, are pariahs. So <laughs> so it's like okay, when it comes to her, of course she's going to be untouchable because we're in a place where men are the bad guys. So it's like, okay, he can be taken down because, of course, he fits in with what all of us are thinking. And to be completely honest, the same gender-loving men feel as strongly about it as women do. Uh, So it's like, yeah, he doesn't really have a leg to stand on. (laughs) She's being raised up by not only women, but by same gender-loving men as well. So, yeah. The heat, heat, and I mean, he comes out and says, "This is what it is that I've done," and everyone's like, "Of course you did." I roll, you know. <laughs> of course you did it. You're a man, and yeah, blows my mind. Because <laughs> I mean, even like before the like infidelity stuff came forward, she was at an untouchable level. Yeah, I just yeah, and and, 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 and like I told you, there are things that she should have spoken up on by now that she hasn't. And there are a lot of people who defend her who are like, well, what is this she should have spoken up on? When if, if it was any other celebrity, they would have completely said, yes, you're right. She should have spoken up about it by now. You know, there have been a lot of instances where artists like Lady Gaga and others have pulled up their fans and been like, no, this isn't something you should be saying. She's never done it. And people pay it. You know, people make a thousand excuses for why she hasn't done it. And it just keeps going. And I'm like, whatever. <laughs> I, I think this is my first time even bringing it up on the podcast because in my mind I'm like there are legions of people who just turn a blind eye when, when it's any other situation there's no eye that's turned and I'm like I don't know for all I know there's some type of hoodoo that's placed over millions <laughs> just it, everybody it might be listen might she, be. she got Creole in her so there we go but uh, <laughs> well it ain't working over here okay girl <laughs> But uh, but okay, so that was the whole Cardi conversation. So let's go ahead and move on to what was the next one, Monique? It was. This was only supposed to be a thirty-minute episode, and I feel like we better go past you, that. You felt that thing. I was gonna. You, hey, you felt that, Cardi. I said, "All right, okay." And it's crazy because Monique is the lengthiest. I feel like so we're gonna try to we're gonna try to reduce this. How much? Oh Lord! I guess I'll have to give the whole spiel. You Jesus. gotta give everything. You can make it real quick. What is it? That I happened? mean, but it's 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 all it's a whole backstory to her recording. But okay, so basically, <laughs> over the weekend, um, she came out and revealed that Netflix reached out to her mm-hmm. and they offered her five hundred thousand uh, dollars to do a special. Mm-hmm. Um, she didn't want to accept that. Mm-hmm. Um, she did say she reached back out to them asking you know she basically was like well if amy schumer got um 13 million dollars and dave spell chris rock were able to get 20 million dollars why can't i get more and they were like well we do think of you as a legend just the way we think of chris rock dave Chappelle." she says that in her interview with um sway on, uh i forget what the name of his show is sway in the morning with sway in the, 
there we go. I'm a, why I want to call it Sway Universe or something. Well, it, Sway Universe is uh, like you're considered a member of uh, Sway's Universe. I think his email or something maybe. So universe is a part of YouTube it, so or know. something. Yeah, but okay, yeah, that so. is his YouTube as well. There we go. Well, there it is. Where I saw it. So there it is. And, uh, okay. So um, you know they just call her a legend. She's like, well, if you call, consider me a legend like them, then why won't you pay me that much? And they were like, well, we just go based off of what we are anticipating you will bring to the network. And so, um, you know, she was trying to get them to give her a higher deal or whatever. She she never said, I don't think, if she gave them a higher number, mm-hmm. like, to try to negotiate. But she was just trying to get them to explain why they wouldn't give her a higher number. And so, basically, um, at the end, they were like, well, never mind. We're going to not. We we decide not to do this. Don't Basically, don't worry about it. Right. And so, because of that, she was like, she wants people to boycott Netflix because of, she said, color bias and gender bias. Mm-hmm. Um. I appreciate Monique for being uh, vocal and outspoken about her struggles mm-hmm. and being vocal and outspoken about um, the issues that she's been dealing with kind of since her career has been kind of on a downward spiral mm-hmm. um, in the past few years. I, cause I do think it's necessary because um, also some things she said in the interview, pretty much that if nobody speaks out, then how will things change mm-hmm. kind of, and she was like, if she would have accepted that offer, you know, given that all the awards she's received and everything else, then what would they give somebody like Tiffany Haddish or Leslie Jones kind yeah. of a thing? She's like, because if she's like, if we give, if we've given one of your quote unquote top comedians this low offer, then of course you can accept something significantly lower. Right. And then even Wanda Sykes came out over the weekend and she said they offered her less than half of the five hundred thousand. And I'm like, well, damn, right? Because I'm like Wanda, you, you, I'm like. Because, of course, with the Monique thing, immediately in my mind, I was like, okay, well, it's a white thing. I think white people are not going to watch. But right. then I'm like, they offer Wanda less. I'm like, now nah, I know white people <laughs> is watching Wanda. I, yeah, I know for they damn do. sure. Wanda had a couple <laughs> of sitcoms. She married to a white woman. I know. Damn it. I know. But so but Wanda basically was like, she didn't like that deal they were trying to give her. Mm-hmm. So she went. Um, Somewhere else, I can't remember where she said she went, but to another network, basically. Yeah. And I'm assuming the deal was clearly better because she did special. Right. Um, but I, I guess that's the, the 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 main thing. Monique is just like she doesn't want to accept these low offers because you keep saying you've given me the top award I can get, and I've gotten all these other awards. I've been in the career and in this career doing this for so long, but you keep trying to lowball me. It's um, it's interesting because on one hand. I I do completely agree that, you know, people need to speak up or else it'll continue mm-hmm. to happen. So I'm there with her 1000%. I'm glad she said something, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, however, I don't agree with the boycotting. That, I'm Me not either. here for that. I'm not here for the, uh, for the boycotting because even though this situation has taken place, Netflix has made space for a lot of black content, you know. Uh, so mm-hmm. I'm like, what? What were you going to say? Ish at times, but okay. <laughs> okay, can go ahead and explain. Like you said, no, yeah. I just feel like I don't know. I I feel like, and I know part of it is because you can't keep stuff on there forever, right? But I just feel like they definitely rotate us out. Like, okay, we'll have you on there for a minute, and okay, and then we're gonna quickly like shuffle. Well, I, it, well, I, I would ask that you be careful with that because they do that for a lot of stuff, like shows like Ugly Betty on on there anymore. Like, well, okay. I guess that was the wrong one to use because that's I mean, no, no. I, color, again, but... I know that they do change things and shuffle things out. I yeah. get that. I just have never felt like there was 
a lot of black stuff on there at one time, maybe. Right. Or maybe, and it, or it might just be a lot of black stuff that I want to see, and I could that could very well be the issue. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, I'm like, you know, we boycott that, and it's like a lot of, a lot of movies and TV shows with you know where there are black characters. It's like, okay, well, where is it? Clearly, they went to Netflix for a reason, you know. Um, no, who? These these shows and movies that are on there, uh, it's like mm-hmm. okay, well they're on Netflix for a reason. Like why is it that I don't know? I'm just bothered by it. I'm bothered by the whole idea. I'm bothered by the I'm bothered by the idea of boycotting, and I'm bothered by those who take issue with us just because we don't think that the boycott should happen. Again, balance. It it bothers me well, a lot when you know it's like okay, there are people who are going to boycott it. There are some who won't, and those who don't in this situation. You know, in this situation, in, in, in certain situations, it's like, okay, across the board, I can understand why everyone feels like, no, we should all come together and do this together. But when it comes to this situation, I'm like, I could understand if this was truly on some like really deep, obvious racial type stuff that I can understand that uh, I'm I'm more prone to understand it from a gender perspective than I am a, a race situation. You know, mm-hmm. um, her doing that with Amy. I can't really hold that as well as I could the whole situation with Dave Chappelle. But even when it comes to that, you know, I told you I love Monique. Uh, I I loved watching her talk show. Like, she was so positive. I loved her talk show so Mm -hmm. much. She was so positive. And there were lots of people who actually disliked her talk show. And I liked it a lot because she was full of so much light and positivity on that show. Oh, it made me feel so good. But with that being said, I don't know. Like, I, I feel like this has become her brand. I feel like if you're not watching um, her Instagram page and seeing her do workout, you know, working out, not do workout, um, working out and fitness and everything, you wouldn't know that there's anything more to her than constantly coming out and complaining about stuff. Honestly, like she she goes away and then the only time she comes back in the spotlight is when she's complaining about something that has become her legacy over the last several years. When you know, it's like if you're on Instagram, for me, I get to see her working out. I get to see her mm-hmm. being her best self physically, you know. But it's like if you're not on her Instagram page, all you know of Monique over the last couple of years is that she comes out and she takes issue with Lee Daniels, with Oprah, you know. I'm not sure what else off the top of my head, but then Netflix. And again, I do agree that people should speak out against things that they feel are wrong. Mm-hmm. But in my mind, I'm like, I, wa- I want her to work, you know. It's like yeah. I, I want her to do things that speak to her passion as far as the arts, because right now I see you working out. I see you complaining. But in the middle of that is still your passion is still your heart. And true, Netflix didn't give you what it is that you wanted, but there's still other outlets, you know, and I, I want her to just be able to. And, and I'm not there every day. You know, I'm not there with her in her day to day life. So I don't know if maybe she she's doing things that are that she's passionate about. For all I know, arguing, you know, and, and complaining to people about these issues could be a passion of hers. If that's the case, then more power to you. But I don't know, like like seeing this and she's on the show. Now, now let me know if I'm right or wrong. When she was on Sway, was she promoting anything or was it literally all about the whole Netflix situation? Um, it was the majority of the conversation, but no, she was in New York to do uh, comedy shows for like two nights. I think. Okay, okay. So she has still been doing comedy shows, and Good. she has also said that she's constantly been getting offers, but the offers are just so low that she doesn't accept most of them. She said um, the movie Almost Christmas that she did, uh, the Will Packer produced. Yeah, you know, it, she said that her 
uh, Kimberly Elise, Gary Union, and Danny Glover combined all made less than $1 million for the movie. I said, damn. Wow. So that's what she's saying. She's like, you know, since she's won the Oscar, none of the offers that she has received since then have matched up to what she's been wanting or, you know what I'm saying, feels like she should get. And I'm sure she's not asking for goo gobs and goo gobs of money. Right. But, uh, uh, hell, just that example right there, the, the four of them made less than a million dollars put together. Okay, well. I can only imagine. Here's here's what I want to say to that, though. And I'm sure I may catch some flack from some people who are listening, but this, hey, this is just me speaking my truth. There are lots of people who win Oscars in their careers. As a matter of fact, it's almost commonplace, you know, unless you're a specific mm-hmm. type of person. When you win your Oscar, is usually down from there, you know? And I've mm-hmm. seen more than, I've seen that happen to more than just black people. Like, the first person who comes to mind for me as far as a white person is Adrian Brody. Like, he won for, I think it was called The Piano. And then after that, he it was completely downhill for him. And I think the thing that I appreciate about him is that he never got back to where he was at that point. But he still has kept a career. And mm-hmm. I think that's the thing I love about some artists. For some artists, and again, with all due respect to Monique, I, I really love that woman and her energy. But it seems like it has a lot to do with money. And with that, I'm sorry, I stand on the other side of the room, you know? Because with Adrian... I've watched his career and he's never gotten back to where he is again, but he's been able to get commercials, you know, and you look at him, you're like, you're an Oscar winner. Why are you doing commercials like this? He's doing commercials. He's in a lot of straight to DVD movies, you know, and it's like, but he's still, I mean, even what Vince Vaughn, he's never won an Oscar, but I'm just saying like he had an up and he's having a really serious down right now. And you can see him. He's like the, the white male Vivica Fox. (laughs) He's in so many DVD (laughs) movies. And I don't know, I'm I'm looking at Monique and I'm like, I feel you, but I feel like in so many things you talk about, it always comes back to money. In, 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 in my mind, to me, I'm like, is this your passion? And like right now, I'm speaking from the heart. Like I can feel it in my spirit right now. Like I'm speaking from the heart. I'm one of those but kind of people. But shouldn't you be paid for your passion? Like, you know like, shouldn't you be rewarded, uh, I guess, compensated, you know, not necessarily, I guess, fairly kind of a thing or or what you deserve kind of a thing like well, your worth well to to what it is you the first word you said was reward now i understand that you changed it but there are some people who feel that way there are some people who feel like they need to be rewarded you know and mm-hmm. and again this is just me it's taken me years to get to a point where money has become a thing for me you know it's taken mm-hmm. years for me to get to the point where i'm like you know what no i can charge this much for yoga you know i can charge this much because this is what I feel like I should be charging for what it is that I know how to do. But money, just my, my nine to five that I have right now uh, on the questionnaire and everything that you had to fill out. There were several, you know, they were like, well, what is it that you want to be here for? And blah, blah, blah. Money was continuously at the bottom for everything that I was filling out. I'm sorry. It wasn't about the actual job I was working. It was about your passions in life. And they gave you the option of putting, you know, like uh, in the community and helping people and all that stuff. And that was constantly at the top. Money was always like next to last at the bottom for me. That's always just who I've been. I've had to teach myself to want money, you know, because that's not naturally who I am. Now, everyone's different. So, again, I'm not shaming anyone or saying it's wrong for you to be a very money driven person. I personally am turned off by it. I personally don't really want to be in a relationship with somebody who wakes up and goes to sleep to the idea of money. That's not me. To me, it's a material possession you can't take with you when you leave, you know. So that's just how I am. But because I have this mentality and I think this way, that's why I'm looking at Monique like this now. Like, I'm like, money doesn't run me. 
You know, I, I'm the kind of person where my passion is what drives me. I would do yoga for free, except for the fact that my ass would be on the street somewhere. <laughs> so, so I'm one of those kind of people that I want enough money so that I don't have to worry. I don't want enough money so that it's a situation where it's like, oh, my God, I'm this, I'm that. If she feels <clears> like <throat> pay her because that's what it is that she's worth, then, hey, more power to her. But me, I'm not worried about the next man. Now, when it comes to gender equality, absolutely. It's a problem when every single movie you look at, a man is being paid more than a woman. Then, yes, I'm completely here for that. But in my personal journey, I'm not worried about you. You know, I'm not worried about what it is you're getting paid. I am going to make this certain amount of money. This is what it is that I'm making. Okay, you're paying me a little low because I understand what it is for the the world we live in, you know, or city I live in or, you know, state I live in. I should be making a whole lot more than this. You feel me? In that Mm -hmm. instance, then, yeah, pay me what it is that, you know, I want to I feel like I'm owed. But in day to day living, I don't know. As a yoga instructor, I know how much money I could be making, honestly. And my thing is, is that, yeah, I plan to make I want to be able to have a yoga studio. I'm going to work toward that. But it's also not a situation where and I don't know. Again, I'm not I'm not in her shoes. I go back to understanding I'm not in her shoes. Maybe for her, it's a situation where she feels like she's on the same level when it comes to Dave Chappelle. Again, I know I'm going to offend some people, and that's totally okay. Why? Because we get to have differing opinions. But she's not Dave Chappelle. You know? Plain and simple, she's not. Yeah. And, and I understand if there are some people who are like, you know, to me, she is. Hey, hey I hear you. But, you know. I think, well, just slightly defending her. At least her argument was that I don't. She did kind of keep saying, you know, she had these awards and everything. But she did say that Netflix themselves called her a legend like right. Dave Chappelle and Chris Rock. So I'm, she was like, well, if you consider me legends like them, then why not pay me like them? So in, in that case, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, if you open that door, then I can't help but walk through it kind of a thing. If you could see my face right now. Like, like I'm not, I'm not attempting to call, I'm not attempting to call her a fibber. I'm not attempting to call her a liar, but I don't know. Like that's one, that's one where I would need receipts. And the only reason why I'm saying that is because that makes it for a very interesting, that makes for a very interesting conversation, you know, that they, they, Mm -hmm. they called her because my, my thing is, is that if that's the case, then yeah, if that's the case, then I completely agree with what it is that she said, you know? But in my mind, I feel like, and I don't know, I guess in that situation, I would have to call the people at Netflix dumb. And and a part of me feels like that's not the case. <laughs> a part of me feels like they they don't have anyone who's stupid enough to make that comment and then offer her such a small amount. I feel like, why would you lead in with that? Why would you lead in with a comparison and then give her the complete opposite? That's kind of crazy. Well, it was after they had already gave her that offer. And she was trying to get higher. Or figure no, she was trying to figure out why the offer was so low. Right. But I don't know. Oh, yeah. I mean, I can see what you're saying though, because I mean, I, I definitely again feel like I was saying with Wanda, I feel like the eyeballs are clearly like they didn't the whole. You know, we, this is what we anticipate you bringing, and is about normally, you know, the quote unquote mainstream audience is a white audience. Yeah. So of course, black folks are going to watch because well, most black folks, because black folks like her and, and love her. You know what I'm saying? Right. And I, I will be honest, I don't know how big Monique's white audience or hell outside of black audience is. Yeah. I do know that you know she's popular i do know that she has been doing comedy tours for forever and um from what i've heard and just read whatever that she's has 
even though she hasn't been necessarily doing a bunch of movies and stuff, she has still been doing her comedy shows and tours and everything else. Yeah. So clearly people are still going to see her and support her. So she's not, I guess, quote unquote, hurting in that aspect. Mm-hmm. But I don't know how big her non-black following is. Right. And I guess Netflix doesn't either. And so that's why the offer was so low. Right. Because I can't, again, I can't disagree with one more money or again i can't disagree with speaking out yeah because i because I, again change doesn't really happen because it's kind of like that's how things kind of kind of can continue mm-hmm. but i also don't agree with the boycotting netflix thing i don't I, I feel like you i feel like when celebrities try to make their personal issue all of our issue mm-hmm. like we can all want you to get more money but don't try to make us boycott for you kind of a thing because i don't think that would because i don't i don't know if that even solves anything so right well i mean but i also don't have netflix at the moment so (laughs) i couldn't boycott no way i was about to say you're kind of boycotting in your own way already um but what i was uh what i was going to say is this is this isn't new you know far from it when it comes to her I know when the campaigning was going on for Precious and I, I, I'm not, I can't forgive me for anyone who's listening that I didn't Google this properly ahead of time. That's my bad as a journalist that I didn't do that. So this is, you know, kind of me piecing together what the truth is when it comes to that. Uh, so I make sure that I put myself out there before I say it. But when they were can- doing the whole campaign for Precious, there were, uh, she wasn't on the tour because she wasn't being paid. And if I can remember properly, that's not really a thing, you know? Yeah, that's kind of what started it. Yeah. Yeah. She was like, because she even addressed that in the interview, too. She was like, um, she got paid. It was independent film. You know, her and Lee Daniels were cool friends Mm -hmm. or whatever. And so we paid her $50,000. And so um, she did, I think, all of the promo and the press domestically they wanted her to do for the actual, like, film itself Mm -hmm. within, um, like, once the film got picked up at Sundance to be distributed, she was like, well, my deal was with Lee Daniels. Right. My deal, I never had a deal with Lionsgate. Right. And so, I think when they wanted her to do other things, or they wanted her to go overseas to promote and do different stuff, she was like, okay, well, what is the the cost? Because at that point, she was also doing another comedy tour. She also had the Monique show. So, she's just kind of like, "I, you want me to go do work, but you want me to do it for free. So, she was like, I don't have an issue doing it, but I need to be getting paid to go promote because I've already, I've kind of fulfilled my contractual obligations already. And so that's kind of where it all started. Right. <sighs> and that's also her issue. That's her issue with Lee Daniels, Tyler, and Oprah is that they all talked to her individually about going to promote. And so she explained it just like that, that I have no issue promoting. I'm just not going to do it for free because I've already fulfilled my contractual obligations and they all were like well we understand and we get that but they have but she said none of them ever said that publicly and right. so that's her issue with them is that it's been put out there that she's difficult she's hard to work with blase 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 but they all agreed and kind of supported that decision but they have not come to her aid to say that I don't know. I guess it's just one of those kind of situations where I'm, I need to look up what her sign is. I need to know what her sign is, because it's like I'm I'm listening to this and I'm just like, right come on, tablet. Um, I'm like, but you're the you're the only one. Like I don't know. Like I there there are too many other people who have worked for those three people who have backbone. You feel me? 
like Tarad, Taraji just being one of the people who comes to mind. But I'm like, there are too many other people who have backbone who I know wouldn't just take shit if they felt like they were being treated incorrectly. And it's just weird to me that she's the only one who seems to have encountered all of these problems. That just seems weird. December eleventh. This she's a Sagittarius. Hmm. Hmm. Me, but okay. That's <laughs> that's. I don't know. That's that's just the ego makes sense, but that. Mm, mm. Okay. <laughs> I have to think about that for a little bit. That's. Uh, <laughs> I have to think about that for a minute. The ego definitely makes sense. But yeah, no, I'm just like, I feel like somebody else would have said something by now. Like, I keep looking at this situation and I don't know. Like, I, there, there are just too many, there are too many holes for me, you know? There are too many holes where I'm just like, I would like to be able to walk across this and know that I was safe in an understanding of what it is that she's saying. It's too many holes. I don't feel safe to walk across. <laughs> I'm just like, I, eh. Do you think she's lying or do you think she's not telling the full truth? I feel neither, actually. I feel like she's created a world in her head. I'm going to be honest. And I'm, I'm again, I'm not saying she's a bad person. I just feel like she's created a world in her head. I feel like she she has put people against her that ne- not necessarily are. I'm in no way saying that all of these people are angels. I'm not. But I mm-hmm. feel like she, and, and I'm only saying this because I know people like this. I know people who believe their truth to be the truth so truthfully that they kind of skew reality. And that's how I'm looking at it, you know? Again, Mm -hmm. I could be completely wrong in what it is that I'm thinking, but from what it is that I'm studying and looking at about this whole situation, it feels like she's kind of, in her own mind, making herself seem like she's right. And I, I don't think that she's lying in the sense that I believe that what she thinks she's saying is completely true. I do. But I just look at way too many other people who have worked with these people and no one saying these things. And I I would never, ever believe that someone like Taraji P. Henson is a lemming who simply follows. I believe that Taraji, if she felt like she was being done wrong, understands the talent that is Taraji and she would take her talent elsewhere. So, But I don't even think that... No, go ahead. So the fact that she's saying this about these people in my mind is just like I feel like this has to be a one-off about who you are as a person honestly like in their professional dealings with you this is something that you've done that has led them to act this way it has to be you I can't feel like and I mean you know how I feel about Tyler you know how I feel about Tyler I don't I know Um, you feel strongly but I don't know what how you feel I, I, (laughs) I, I can't I can't I can't um that's a that would take this episode into two hours, so we can't even. But maybe one day we'll get there. Listen, um, whoo, Lord. But anyway, uh, yeah, because this is this is going on for a long time. But just <laughs> I, I'll say this, and then you can you can close it with how you feel as far as it. I sent her love. I sent her light. I do believe that who she was on her talk show is genuinely who she is. But we all have different facets to who we are, you know. So that's mm-hmm. something that I loved who she was on the uh, on the talk show. And I'm sure if I met her in person, I'd probably love her, too. She seems like she has a genuine light and love and energy to her. But all of us have different sides to who we are. So maybe when it comes to show business, maybe that's something she should just give a rest for a while. Because I feel like in getting to know her, and I've told you this before, that there are people who I feel like I would love outside of their art. And I feel like she's one of those people. I feel like away from all of this scandal, I'd really, really like her. 
But when it comes to Hollywood, eh, it makes me view her differently. And I'll never talk to her about money because <laughs> I can clearly see that that's something that means a lot to her. And with it not meaning to me what it means to others, I do my best to stay away from that topic. Okay, I didn't know if that was a pause. <laughs> my bad. No, I um, I definitely, I want her to win. I want her to be able to like do more stuff. I hope whatever this period or whatever that she's going through um, ends soon. Although I know that um, when you know disrupt Hollywood and when you speak out, it, it doesn't normally go in your favor. Mm-hmm. So I know that her continuing to do so is going to do the opposite effect. Wow. But I really do wish that she could you know get the money that she deserves because even if it's not because I don't know if it's an ego thing with the money or if it's just I should be making more because I, I you can't I don't think you can fault anybody for saying I should I should be making more than I was mm-hmm. if I've been in the business for 30 years 20 years whatever right right but uh, especially because everybody got to eat everybody yeah. got bills absolutely to pay on the first etc um I just I wish or hope that things can turn around for her because I'd miss seeing her do stuff. Mm-hmm. I, I know that um, comedy tours, most folks don't necessarily go or can't see the person. Or You know what I'm saying? Because comedy, not all comedy shows or specials are filmed. Not all get to go to the theaters or whatever else. Right. So it's like for somebody that has done a bunch of movies and has had a television show and a late night show, it sucks that now that that's all that she can do is kind of literally kind of starting over going back to her roots only doing comedy shows so, so ma- see i'm not supposed to, you're, you're saying so many things that, that elicit a response <laughs> i'm like there's so many other people who have been through that but okay all right no and i'm not saying she's the first i'm just saying it sucks that that's what's happening right that's all i'm saying i and even though i know people's careers go through highs and lows i do think she is one of the more vocal mm-hmm so, because I, I, I don't know. Maybe I, I don't know. I don't know. They part of it, I guess. Those people feel like they can't be vocal and still continue to work. So I don't know. I don't know. This won't metaphor. That's all I can say. This frustrates me. I don't. You know. You know me. I'm. I'm all about creating your own lanes. So whenever people complain too much, I'm always like, and the whole time you were complaining, there was a lane that was completely open for you. But that's just me. I don't, I can't, I don't know. If I was in the industry, it would be like, okay, you won't give it to me. I'll create it myself. That's just me. I don't, I don't really, I can't do all of the complaining. Cause to me, the entire time I was complaining, we're not, we're not promised tomorrow. So if we're not mm-hmm. promised tomorrow, I could wake up tomorrow dead. So, so it's like, okay, what? I can't really just do this. This can't be my legacy. Complaining can't be my legacy. I have to go out and do something. You know, I can't just, you know, to cut, switch it a little bit. I can't be one of these, you know, wh- what they call them, a couch, whatever. I can't think of the term right now, but I can't be on the internet all day complaining about everything. I have to go out and do something. I can't get with people who just complain, complain, complain. The entire time you were complaining, the world is changing around you. What are you doing to be a part of it? I can't get with it. I can't get with it. I can't I can't get with people who make careers on the Internet out of being a complainers. What are you doing? <laughs> what are you actually going out and doing? And I guess that's how I'm feeling right now. I feel like just go out and do something. Don't wait to be paid by somebody else. Like go out and do your passion and make your money on your own. Like, <sighs> But yeah, I, I absolutely, I, right there. I, I absolutely get and respect 
the direction you're coming from too. I do. I just, I don't know. I'm too self-sufficient. Like (laughs) you got got to make your dreams happen for you. If people won't provide you with the dreams that you want, like mm -mm, it's yours. But okay, so uh, Mr. Sterling K, uh, this is us and the SAG Awards. So uh, yeah, I, I I paused for a minute to give you space to start talking, and I was like, oh, okay, I think he's not going to be the one leading this one. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, since you, I didn't watch. I didn't watch either. All <laughs> I know is, um, I think he was what the first black actor to win the SAG Award for best lead actor in a dramatic series, I guess. So drama series yeah. or whatever the category is which is absolutely insane that in 2018 that can be said but, so, many, uh, so many people were saying they were like we still doing first in 2018 listen listen and such well, a, why such y'all a this is okay. this is uh, <laughs> well no because this isn't no need to be a negative this is this is a blessing especially because of how amazing a human being he is like lord just to he's one of those kind of he's like viola like, you get excited when he wins because you're about to get some gems dropped. You know? He's one of those people. Right. My black ass can't win shit because I ain't going to be able to drop nothing. <laughs> so, I'll be like, here this nigga go. I don't think I told you, but um, I got a promotion already at my job. What the hell? <laughs> yeah, been there two weeks and got a promotion. But I got up there to give a speech, you know, because... Uh, Oh, excuse me. Everybody's about, you know, speech, speech, speech. So I got up to give a speech and um, I know me. I know that I can be long winded. So I actually wrote really? out my, ooh, eat it. Anyway, so I wrote out my <laughs> speech and I got up there and gave my speech. And what made me feel really good is that people have been at the office for years, walked up to me afterwards and told me that it was the best speech they'd ever heard. And that, that. really, really touched me. I was like, wow, that really meant a lot. And so, you know, like in that same vein, like listening to a speech that Sterling King Brown gives, it like it moves me. And when they were showing him backstage, uh, I think he had just hugged Mandy Moore and they turned the camera to him and they were asking about how he felt. And like he was so emotional and he was crying. And I was like, that is so beautiful. Like he's so it doesn't matter. Like dude keeps winning awards and it keeps being special. And I love that. I love this. And I'm like, eh, you know. Mm-hmm. I, I think again. part of it is, um, I think, because he's been acting for a minute. Yeah, like, yeah. this man is not new. Like, right. it's the whole overnight success thing in Hollywood. Like, no. Like, hell, most folks don't even know this man was on a Lifetime show for like six years. Like, I'm this man has been acting. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? So, and, and been doing things. So I think it's great that he's finally is getting, you know, recognized. And I think it was the same thing, like you said, with Viola, when she got Highway Murder. This woman has been acting for how long? Yeah. yeah. Like, was in how many movies? Like, <laughs> okay, or, or the big um, deal, I'm about to say the help, not the help, Jesus. <laughs> the one with Meryl Streep. Um, Doubt. Doubt. Yeah. Well, that was such a big deal. Well, yeah. Again, she had already, had been acting for forever. Mm-hmm. Like, but it was finally, like, when people started to recognize her, seriously kind of a thing yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah i think it's great when people finally quote unquote arrive yeah and they celebrate it so i love it absolutely uh side note real quick i was uh talking to one of my co-workers and he told me that one of his favorite shows is how to get away with murder and it made me i, I kind of pushed back for a minute <laughs> and he was i love how i did it physically like even you or our <laughs> listeners could see me do it um but he was like what 
And I was like, I'm surprised. And he said, what are you surprised by? I said, you're the very first person I've ever met that considered How to Get Away with Murder to be their favorite of the TGIT shows. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, there's hope. Come on, Indiari. There's hope. Like, well, listen. Look, and I think I'm done with the show. So look at God. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, it, it's, it's, <laughs> it's the show that everyone's like, bitch, I don't know. <laughs> I don't I know, know what you're doing. Um, I haven't heard too much of that. Really? Oh, I know a lot. Not, not too much of that, no. Wait, what I said or what he said? What you said that I don't know. Oh, I know so many I don't knows. I'd love to introduce you to them. Like, I know, Please. I know so many I don't knows about how to go to murder. That's the child, reason why I thought it was on its last leg. I know so many people who don't care for it. Because I was talking to my friend. Um, this is really, we all from Sterling. But real <laughs> yeah, quick. Pretty much. See, when TGIT came back um, last week, and we were talking about it, and so I was like, I'm watching Grey's. He was like, oh, that's the one I don't watch. And I was like, oh, well, it's my favorite one. And he was like, what you mean it's your favorite? I mean, I'm like, it's the best one. It's my favorite. What Listen, you mean? Facts. Like, facts. like, roll neck back. Like, what you talking about? <laughs> like, he was like, and so he was getting into how he loves Scandal. And I was like, you know, I can't. And you already know I can't stay in Olivia. <laughs> well, listen, so, that's a whole episode too. We're gonna go in when that's I'm sure when the show ends. <laughs> I'm going in. I already know I'm gonna be upset because that bitch gonna be on the damn beach again with that curly wig. Listen, if she lives, <laughs> we gonna need. I'm telling alcohol. you, Shonda Rhimes, Shonda Lynn Rhimes is going to give Olivia a happy ending. I need I for know. them. I need for them oh, to. I don't know why. <laughs> I need for them to make make Quinn. <laughs> Or make Abby or make Melly somebody who we really, 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 really want to root for. OMG. So that when Olivia dies, because well, right now with the with the atmosphere, it wouldn't be Quinn. In, it wouldn't be Quinn because folks don't want to root for her. <laughs> folks were happy for her. That weird ass. Have you seen the premiere? Yes. That weird ass funeral. I said, "What the fuck is this bullshit?" Well, I hope you're not one of the people who think she's dead. Oh hell no! Okay, I, mean, I was about well, to say. I was, I was about to come to... out of. I about to come outside of the show because <laughs> I, <laughs> I know the actress was pregnant. So I'm like, she on maternity leave. That's all that that's was. Why that you yeah, that's, that's why that's she missing. That's why she missing. Ain't grades. We can't hide it behind a, a, you know, a radiology machine. I know she had to go to the house, but no, she had to go to the house. Just saying, because Grace will hide a pregnancy on you in a minute. Because couple seasons ago, but she was pregnant when, um, on the show though, so they weren't trying to hide it. Like they had no. to hide that she's on maternity leave now because she gave birth. Yeah, yeah. That, that's what I'm saying. But I'm saying, <laughs> I'm saying they didn't hide the actual pregnancy though. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, scandal will put you behind furniture too. They did that with Carrie, but both times they tried. <laughs> now I didn't see the second one, but that first one, they ain't had that at all. But I also didn't enjoy that half of the season. She, but anyway, she wore real big. Anyway, but anyway, yeah. So, uh, but congratulations <laughs> to Sterling because I I don't know. I can't give nothing else. I don't know if you got anything else to give to that. But <laughs> I don't. I don't. You want to talk about Nisi real quick? No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> not particularly. Uh, I, I'll I'll just say she was living her best life. Even yeah, she didn't care she who did she a Brandon move. Yeah, she did. She did. She did. Listen. That's an actual fact. From what I saw, from what I saw, I didn't see the full clip. Listen, it don't matter. I can tell you from seeing the full <laughs> clip, she still pulled a Brandon. <laughs> Everything she did is exactly something you, you would have done. Like if Sailor Wayne, let me read it. Why? Because he black, and you would. I know. I love how she. I love how she said it. Like, duh, bitch. And that's how she treated the rest <laughs> of it. 
she treated the rest of it. She said if it was somebody who was Asian, then and I'm looking like Olivia Munn is a whole half white, half black, half Asian, and you just went okay, sure. When it came time to announce that he won, she snatched out of her hand. I was like, Nisi, like okay. <laughs> all all things form. you would have done. All things yeah. you would have done. I'm like, I wouldn't have said if he was Asian though. <laughs> when she said that to her, when she said if it was somebody who was Asian, you would be. The, I'm like, wow, really? I know. I, I would not have said that. <laughs> I was I just like she was that. feeling herself last night. I was like maybe Olivia gave a little bit too much backstage or something because she was doing the most. She might have. <laughs> she might talk to myself. Oh, this bitch, I'm gonna fix her. But you know you got to be careful trying to fix one person. You offend the whole community. You got Listen, to watch it. You got to watch it. That's why Listen. I said I would not have said Asian. <laughs> I would say if it's anybody else. Right. Right. Keep it clear. I'm gonna read the black one. <laughs> I'm gonna read the black one. She could have always said it with her, you know. There have been times where there have been black presenters who got mm. real excited, you know, and mm. they let that Again, scream out. Would be me. Yes, and that's totally understandable. Like getting excited for us, I'm completely here for. There was no reason to be so vocal about the fact you wouldn't <laughs> want to take the envelope. Like it's happened tons of times when people have screamed together. Like, you know, oh, that could have been. That really could have been a conversation backstage. I Hello, probably would have done listen. That. Listen. That probably would have been me. I'd be like, hey, girl, look. Hey, girl, look. Listen. If it's Sterling, I just want you to know I'm going to read that. I'm not really asking you. <laughs> so if you want to read everything on the teleprompter before it opens, just in case it's Sterling, you can do that. I'll like stand up there. I'll pat you on your back. I'll hold, I'll hold the little envelope for you. Open it. You know, just so I'm doing something. But. If it's him, I'm going to say it. So I just want you to know. So. <sighs> okay. Yes. So. <laughs> anyway, congratulations <laughs> to Sterling and to the cast of This Is Us as well. Um, yes, and to his black wife. Amen. Praise God. Amen. There was another award show, but that's going to take too long to talk about that. So. Um, Which one? What was it? Uh, something where Ava DuVernay won Entertainer of the Year, and I was confused. Um, the NAACP because they let people at the house vote uh, <laughs> what you gonna stop doing is people at the house no they did They well I don't know what you call them people people, people. that's all <laughs> just let people do it they let people choose <laughs> people at the house that's so damn so damn well old. I voted from my house oh grandmother anyway but uh, I wanted to talk about NAACP but this damn job has me doing so much I didn't even have time to watch that this job has me doing many things but uh so yeah so we can go ahead and uh ooh excuse me we can go ahead and move on to uh that was, it was almost a belch and i was like let's keep that to ourselves we can <laughs> we can move on to good news and this is honestly like when i tell y'all that we didn't think about this like really when i tell you this is the episode about nothing like we didn't think about it so if you can think of a good news off the top of your head by my, my child you go right ahead <laughs> I thought I thought one myself already. See, I'm quick with it. She plays too damn much. She went first, huh? <laughs> I don't think I got man. I left to see another day. Ha ha. Shadow. I um I'm going to be going to Alabama for the first time. 
Too sweet home. Listen, and you don't hear people well, say that. You don't, hear, you don't hear people say that a lot. Well, it's no one's business where I'm going there. But <laughs> See, going to... what? That they go to Alabama for the first time or Yeah, people don't usually say, Guess where I'm going? I'm going to Alabama. That's not really a place that people <laughs> I'm going don't to Don't do. Watch it, bitch. Watch it. Wait a I minute. Move the lights. I got to defend my few little oh, states. Right. You are from Birmingham, aren't you? Or live there or not something. Not from Birmingham. You live well, there. Not too, not too much. Not I too always, much. I always get confused about which country place you're yes. from. I'm like, which one is it? Okay. Just outside of Birmingham. But yes, I did graduate high school there. I was Just there for three years. Birmingham. What small I mean, well, town were you in? I wasn't a little smaller town, bitch. Don't do me. It'd be like saying you in a suburb of Atlanta. That's what I meant. Don't do that. You were like from Meadow Springs or something. <laughs> you lived in Old Crockett, Old Who Crockett, Alabama. Let me calm down. Let me calm down. Hoover, Alabama. My high school was actually Hoover. Television. You lived in yeah. Hoover, Alabama. That works. That works. I can go. Does with it really? Mm-hmm. Does it work for you? Hoover, Some people Alabama. will be familiar with Two a Days, the reality show would that they? was at my high school. Some people would be. Yes. Okay. Okay, mm. we can we can get those two people to to call them. Ooh, bitch, don't motherfucking do that, ho. <laughs> you, bitch, you tried it. Bitch, you tried it. Just because your black ass wasn't watching motherfucking MTV at that goddamn time, <laughs> don't mean you got to come for nobody else. Oh, bitch. that was on MTV. Oh, yes. Mm. Oh, mm. <laughs> fix your face. Was not aware of that. That was like. Like something on Hallmark Channel. I went on a local bitch. I said Hallmark. I said Hallmark. I tried to give you one step up. But anyway, uh, something on PBS. But yeah, so, okay. (laughs) There's my good news. I'll be coming to Alabama. And I am am interested in seeing... You want to tell people what you're going for? I'm going for business. Mm-hmm. Okay. Thanks. Where you going? Are you gonna tell the people that? Or no? I already told you. (laughs) It's no one's business where I'm going in Alabama. Just where I'm going. Oh. Mm-hmm. If you're on social media with me, then you'd be able to see it. And that social media is Scorpiogi. Ah, you like the transition? <laughs> Scorpiogi. No. <laughs> All over social media. <laughs> you can walk with me anywhere on there and see my ass walk to Alabama and you know, all that other good stuff. Um, and where can they walk with you? Twitter and Instagram oh, and no, no more Otis. Otis. Oh, my damn <laughs> I'm telling y'all about the end of the year. I'm gonna have y'all following him. Oh, excuse me, walking with him on Snapchat. It's going to be. He do shit. Like, I got the post. <laughs> there was a point where he was good with posting uh, about THS on there, but you know him. He a Gemini, so he can only do but so many things at once. So yeah, he had to go ahead and take a break and only do Twitter and Instagram. He couldn't imagine doing all three. I understand. It's a little difficult sometimes, but anyway, so <laughs> I think the episode about nothing was a success, don't you? It was. So you got rude. <laughs> when did I get? Wait, Matt, you rude all the time. So when did I get rude? Okay, so exactly, it's expected from me, bitch. <laughs> I knew, I knew when you thought I became too rude because I've been a smooth ten bitches. <laughs> I can pinpoint the exact point where you thought I because <laughs> it was expletive, extra expletive. I was like, okay, I understand. <laughs> Be the Just best you right now. Out. Okay. Be the best you. 
was so, channeling uh, my Tiffany Haddish from the girls. Trip. <laughs> is that what you were? Okay. Um, so. to say, Let me tell you something, bitch. It's like my favorite line from the movie. So next week's episode is going to be all about best friends, uh, as my best friend Kaya is going to be on with me. Oh, right! Isn't that sweet and all that kind of stuff? I so love it. You go ahead and you uh, you hit up Janae and you let her know that you're gonna need to talk to her. <laughs> well, thanks, thanks for letting me know. Right? Don't you like I just pulled that out of nowhere? Right, <laughs> and now that we have Skype, we can have her on the on the phone, and you can be able to talk to her that way. Look at that! Mm-hmm. Look at God! Look at us working it out, <laughs> Beyonce. <laughs> mm-hmm. But anyway, so <laughs> oh, actually, yes, you, did you just um, pull good news out of nowhere? I did. You're so damn you black. Janae. I just thought oh, about it. Look. Um, I need you to understand. No. He's gonna be more than the bitch that time. He's gonna be more than the bitch that time. Why is it every time when it comes to good you know? news, Janae is an afterthought? What is going on? This is the second time now, bitch. Like, what is going on? Because I've been thinking about my life, ho. Clearly, okay. Gemini. Anyway, go ahead. Get off my nerves. Um, our last episode, Black Queer and Unapologetic. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know which clips yet, but she um, did say that in her upcoming class this week, she teaches a psychology course. Good. She will be using a clip um, tying into who don't get me lying as to what it's tying into. Mm -hmm. But basically, she's using us to teach the babies. So there it is. Come on. Come on, THS. We better be used in school. Look at you. What? Mm. I knew you'd appreciate that. That's hot. Was that Raven excited? Was that? Was that? Listen, that was Raven. I don't think I've ever. I don't think I've ever experienced that. Oh my gosh! Are you sick? Right, right. Is it the flu? Is it the snow? (laughs) What's going on? Are you okay? Anyway, are you okay? You were just see, excited. And like this it is, never happened. And this is why I don't get excited often because of stuff like this. Oh my god! <laughs> All this extra afterwards. No, but it wouldn't happen if you got excited more regularly. Because I'd just be like, "Okay, the bitch yelling again." Like, okay. <laughs> Being excited is overrated. But anyway, so whatever. Tell Janae I appreciate it. Let her know about Skype because they'll think it would be real cute if you got to talk to her and I talk to Kaya. And that'll mm-hmm. be a whole thing. So, yeah, that's going to be next week. It's going to be real cute. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, we'll do. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, you can uh, make sure that you find us on www.thspodcast, like that, podcast.com. Uh, also, you can, <laughs> you can also find us on SoundCloud, on Apple Podcast. On uh, on Google Play Music, on YouTube, <laughs> we need to add a few more things. So I think I'm gonna strong ass tease. <laughs> I think I'm gonna get us on Stitcher and a few other things. Stitcher and yeah, a few other things. You can tell this is episode about nothing because we are playing around. You hear me? You are playing around, playing with yourself. Oh, see. We're about to be right back on the sex episode. <laughs> I, was about to, I was about to go in. Um, but anyway, so. Well, you can say that after we finish. Uh, uh, going in? True. <laughs> Touche. <laughs> Touche.
touche. Anyway, so uh, we're going to see you guys next week. <laughs> Thank you so much for all the support and always listening. We love you. And until next week, namaste.